Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Beautiful Places with Neil Humphreys on Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Neil, take it away, our beautiful place today. We are going to a place that I have now decided after 20 odd years of living in Singapore, and I don't say this lightly. I've written many books and this and that. I now believe that Fort Canning Park is Singapore's most important and sacred site in Singapore. I seriously believe that now. I went back this week. As you know, I hadn't been there for a couple of years. Not not for any time. You know, I'd walk through it quickly. Or, sure. But I was there all day for filming the Raffles TV show. And it struck me. So many things struck me. First thing. It was the seat of government for so long. Yeah. And we're not just talking five minutes here. We're talking 700 years ago. Five Malay kings had their seat of power at Fort Canning Park. You know, then, of course, it was called Bukit Larangang, which means uh, Forbidden Hill. The reason it's called Forbidden Hill is because, you know, it's seen as spiritual or haunted, depending on your point of view. Some people believe the Malay kings were actually buried there. Historically, there isn't. Well, there isn't really any evidence for that, but certainly people were bo- uh, buried there. Noblemen types, it, high, mm-hmm. uh, higher ups in the Malay communities were certainly buried there mm. in the 14th century. So you had five Malay kings in the 14th century who were based there. You had the Malayan princesses who used to bathe in the forbidden, which is where the name comes from, the forbidden springs. You had the master craftsmen of their day building the palaces, building the city centre, if you like. The CBD of Singapore in the 14th century was Fort Canning. That was the CBD. Okay, so that goes away. Then you've got Raffles, who sets up Raffles House, again, literally and metaphorically, the seat of power, in the 19th century. So across an extraordinary time span of, of four, well, where are you, four or five hundred years, it's become the seat of government for two completely different dynasties, the British Empire and the indigenous Malay royals, yeah, yeah. right? Then, just to add it even further, you've got Stamford Raffles setting up one of the world's first botanic gardens in Fort just Canning. down the hill. Singapore's yeah. Fort, uh, yeah. Botanic Gardens was originally at Fort Canning, which, of course, inspired him to set up one at Regent's Park in London, which becomes London Zoo. Uh, that was inspired by what he did at Fort Canning. And then you think, okay, well, that's more than enough history for something as small as Fort Canning. And then, of course, you've got World War II. So the seminal events in Singapore's history, five Malay kings, Raffles Landing, British Empire, World War II, World War II. You've got the, the, the battle box there. You've got the barracks there. You've got an artillery fort there. You've got cannons there. Every key event in Singapore's 700 histories has a direct connection to Fort Canning. Mm. That in itself is just extraordinary. Mm, mm. And I don't think there's any other site that's actually quite small, so compact. Yeah, that has, has so much. I mean, yes, you can talk about Bukit Panjang and the World War II surrender at uh, Kent Ridge and this area, and you can talk about the Ford Factory, the the, the surrender. You can talk about Changi Prison. City Hall, where Lord yeah. Mountbatten took the Japanese surrender. But to have one place have so much is extraordinary. So, okay, people listening will say, yeah, okay, but that's just history. But when you think, right, Glenn, This is a country, let's be very frank now, this is a country where shopping malls come and go in a decade. Housing estates, entire housing estates come and go in two, three decades. Built in the 80s, 
gone by the 2010s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. To have something that still has direct remnants and connections to 700 years yeah. is extraordinary to me. Yeah. So there's that. And the fact that, and this brings it right up to date, they recognise that. The new Sang Nila Utama, considered to be Singapore's first Malay king, yep. now has a garden which I hadn't been to. It's the one that's on the uh, east side of Beautiful. The, yeah, it's gorgeous. Open in 2019. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's a direct recreation of the Southeast Asian gardens of the 14th century. Yeah. Got these wonderful Javanese... Kind uh, of gates. Slit gates yeah. as you enter. Some ponds and Quirky things. statues of frogs yeah. and fish and yeah. ducks, which apparently was common at the time. And, of course, indigenous uh, flora. Then you've got things like... The actual Forbidden Spring, there's a there's a, a relic of that. It's called uh, Pankor uh, Larangang, which literally means Forbidden Spring. And this was the spring, the actual spring, that was the source, the only source of clean drinking water for the ships that docked in Singapore in the early 19th century. And it's there. <laughs> you know what I mean? The first building I worked in in Singapore when I came to Singapore was at Somerset MRT, mm. Specialist Shopping Centre. It's now gone, long gone. Of course. But a spring from the 19th century is still there. Remnants of the 14th century are still there. And I, just, I, know, I, and I went up there when I was filming. I was at the summit. And I had quite, I wouldn't say emotional, but quite a, a spiritual moment. It's one of the few places where you get an almost 360-degree view. You can literally look down at the 14th century path mm, and say, mm. there's a 14th century history, there's a 19th century history. I can see from one fixed position Singapore's entire 700-year yeah. history yeah. mapped out in front of me. Yeah. Nowhere else in Singapore can you do that. It's a fantastic spot. I, I agree with you. And uh, you framed it very nicely. And when I didn't realize that there were as many little places around Fort Canning. Yeah. You know, we've all been up there maybe for a concert or to visit the Battle Box or something. But when you really walk around the circumference of Fort Canning, there's they've recreated the original gardens that, that yep. with some of the herbs and the flowers and things like that. Yep, like you say, they have the um, the uh, the King's Walk there that's got the gates and everything for. Yeah, uh, you've essentially got two walks. You can do the 14th century walk yeah. and you can do a 19th century walk, and it's brilliantly done. Yeah, the uh, and it's my of course you can go up on the top of the hill where the uh, one of the original gates was from the British. Absolutely, uh, and and sadly we you know we the. When they built the reservoir there, they took out a huge part of the top of the hill, which uh, I know that they did excavate some remnants, but one would assume that a fair number of remnants were were lost yeah. in that excavation in the in the what early twentieth century. Um, but it it is just it's so beautiful, and they're constantly doing things to make it a little bit better. Yep. Most Singaporeans will remember the National Theater, which was on the south southwest side of, yep. of that, and they've, they've got a, a marker there for that um, that theater that so many Singaporeans went to graduations and yep. some of the National Day uh, ceremonies and things over the years. And it is a real center of Singapore life, as you mentioned, you know, for 700 years. Even doing a, a Beautiful Place segment on it, I'm almost doing it a disservice because I could do a Beautiful Places just on Raffles House, mm. just on Raffles Lighthouse, just on the spring, just on the, you know, and and for kids, they've got the new Jubilee Park, which I hadn't seen before, you know, mm. down at the base, you know, like yeah, a playground yeah. and yeah, one yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. And then there's the other stuff. Listen to this. A crowd of people suddenly gathered around this photographer. Mm. So me being nosy, I went down to see what it was. He said, look up there. 
So, look, you know the centre of Fort Canning Park? And that's another thing. If you go to the central part, you've got this beautiful green lawn where yeah. people have picnics. And I'm saying, why do I not come here more often? I'm going down there during the holidays. We're going to picnic there. Anyway, there was this huge tree that faced towards, um, faced towards the National Museum. There was a nest in this tree two metres wide. A oh. bird's nest. Oh. I thought, I'd, you know, this was like a pterodactyl. I thought it was Jurassic <laughs> Park, right? So I said to the guy, what are you looking at? And he said, come here. So he showed me some of the pictures he'd taken earlier. And I thought I was looking at dinosaur eggs. <laughs> Where else in the world, in the middle of a city, a built-up city, do you get a nest two metres wide? And it was for white-bellied sea eagles. The, the biggest eagles, yeah. birds we have in yeah. Singapore, their wingspan is ridiculous, They're majestic. like a m- majestic. And yeah. normally, yeah. you know, I've seen them at St. John's Island. I've seen them at Changi. You've got to be coastal to see them. In the heart of the city, we have a nest. And, the, and, and they were all waiting for the, the mother to fly home with that majestic wingspan to feed. To feed the the the, the, Often, uh, the babies, the, the chicks, the, the uh, osprey. Yeah, remember related to ospreys. in the middle of a city. Yeah. Sometimes I know we've touched on it during the show. We take for granted what we have, and all of this is happening. Seven hundred years of history, biodiversity, white-bellied seagulls is happening. 50 metres away mm. from Plaza Singapore shopping mall. And the we original, are so lucky. The original Botanic Gardens. Yeah. Right there down on Armenian Street. It's a great place. And yep. I was honoured to be there as Raffles this week. And I'll just <laughs> wrap it up by saying very quickly, so I'm in the full Raffles regalia. You can see the photo online. Uh, two young ladies came up to me, giggly, with a phone. I mean, I'm dressed as Raffles, right? And they've got the phone out. So I thought, oh, that's sweet. And the, and the, 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 the girl on the crew said, oh, they want to take a picture with Raffles. So I adjusted my attire, fixed my hair, and I said, yes, how can I help you? And they lifted up their phone and said, excuse me, which way do I go to get to this gate? <laughs> <laughs> they figured Raffles would know, I guess. Yeah. They probably didn't even know you And they didn't that. take any notice of the fact that I'm dressed like a 19th century <laughs> imperialist. I mean, you don't think it's slightly odd? It's 35 degrees and I'm dressed like this? Nope. Nope. Didn't Where give it we, a second thought. How do we get to here? Brilliant. So the other part of this uh, that... that is, I think, fascinating. You didn't mention there used to be the cemetery there and they, they've mm. taken many of the headstones now and they've yep. kind of implanted them on That's the right. wall around right. that big uh, green space that you mentioned where the picnics are. And, and that alone, you know, you can spend a good hour just walking from headstone to headstone and you read about the lives of these people in just a very few words and it really evokes, first of all, you realize most of those people died, if not near their birth, Yep. you know, from young young kids. But many of them died in their 20s and 30s, maybe 40s. Yes, right? yes. Like of course. they did not have long lifespans and probably from disease or Well, Raffles died at 45 of a brain tumor. Um, yeah. You know, scarlet fever or whatever mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. that was sweeping through. But it, it is a fascinating slice. And where they were from, they're from the somewhere in the UK or from India or from the US, yep. uh, Massachusetts or wherever. Yeah. Just, I love those, that, that glimpse. Uh, into no, I, I agree completely. And I was... I was almost castigating myself. Why are you not here more often? So I'm going to make a concerted effort to go there more. Mike Ung, a few comments coming in. Where is this spot, Neil? I'm assuming, are you talking about the bird's nest? The bird's nest, if you go to that huge picnic area near the wall you're talking about and just look towards 
you know, Bras Basar, you know, look towards uh, the, the shopping, street. shopping malls. Yes, yeah. that's you can't miss yeah. it. And I, I suspect there'll be direction. photographers there all yeah. day long. And also, Mike said, I watched Singapore rock bands <laughs> playing in the old National Theatre, including Fried Ice, Stray Dogs. Now, Stray Dogs... I know this, Mike will know this, because Jeff Lowe, who was my mentor, a very famous football journalist in Singapore, he kind of, he played, he played guitar in the Stray Dogs. So it all comes full circle. LL Tan, the flame of forest trees at Fort Canning facing uh, Hill Street are beautiful mm, and a quiet haven. That's indeed. exactly what it is, a quiet haven. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Loisius, uh, I see Neil, I'd love, uh, uh, love to take a, a Wi-Fi with you. I guess I would be a selfie with you. A yeah, they could. A wifi, I'm told by the young'uns, is when it's more than one person. Mm. A selfie is self. You see, come Yet on, again, I, I've got to tell the old man. Educational yes. as well as fun. Aloysius, anytime, my friend, no problem. Uh, but anyway, thank you very much for that. Beautiful Places with Neil Humphreys on Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.